I went into my 12 week scan here in the local hospital with my mother and I was lying down and the doctor asked me, was there any um, history of twins in my family? And I was like, yeah, my grandma was a twin. But I could see the my mother's face was in shock and she said, yeah, well, there's two babies here. I was like, oh my God. So she said um, that I'd have to go to a hospital in Dublin to confirm if they were identical or not. The next day I got a phone call to go up to a hospital in Dublin in, on the Thursday. So went up, made the journey to, to Dublin with the, the twins' father and I was lying down in the scan room um, and the doctor had said to me that one of the babies was in a ball, that they are identical, but that that baby wouldn't survive the next week. So um, you were told that the baby would die in utero, effectively, were you? Yes, that that twelve week scan, yeah, that um, that she wouldn't like that they basically thought that she was dying as a, as she was uh, within the next few days. So they um, planned for me to go back up for another scan the following week, just to confirm that she had passed. So um, I went back up, was lying on the table again, and there was two midwives scanning me, two heartbeats, strong as ever. I could hear them. They made, let me hear them. And I was delighted. I was in, I was in such shock, like, because I was expecting, you know, that the doctor had said, no, she wasn't going to survive. Did they, did they tell you at that point what had happened to the twin that, that wasn't expected to survive? Did you know what was wrong? No, they just had said that, that she was in a position that, would show that she wasn't going to survive, that she wasn't, she wasn't showing any signs of continuing on. What were the options that they went through with you? At that 13-week scan, when they had seen that there was two heartbeats and that she was still alive, the doctor that I was under the care of in Dublin, I was still lying on the table. She stood at the end of my bed, at the end of the bed, and said that she wouldn't be doing her job if she wasn't going um, to offer me an abortion, to give me the option to go to the UK because that she can't see this child surviving any any longer and that she could be at risk to her twin sister. I immediately said no, that I didn't ask for that option. That was nothing I'd ever want. That's not my place. Not to end my daughter's life. Never. And, and, and when the doctor said there's a possibility that the other twin, that the healthy twin, and I, I, I'm sorry to use that word, but that the healthy twin might have been affected, that must have weighed heavily on your mind, did it? It did. I believe in what's meant to be is meant to be. You must have thought throughout this that, again, and I use the phrase, I don't like using it, but that nature would have taken its course and, and that what they had expected to happen was going to happen, but it didn't, did it? That the pregnancy continued on with both twins. Exactly. I was scanned every two weeks and there was torture for those two weeks, expecting to, was she alive or dead inside me? But I could feel her. I could tell the difference between where the two are. The minute I got into the scan room, I was like, know, to find the heartbeat straight away. And they weren't as strong as ever. But there was still doubt every time I went to a scan. And, and what happened with the delivery? They were delivered a little early, were they? Yeah, there was a plan to deliver them at 35 weeks. On the 9th of April in 2013, um, it was a C-section. So I, I was, had to go to the hospital the night before because I had um, gestational diabetes. So they had to keep an eye on me with the insulin levels. The next morning, they prepped me for the C-section. And, and with, with the C-section, you, you gave birth to your, your two girls. Yes. And how long did baby Lily live for? Um, she lived for two hours and ten minutes. Passed away in my arms, but I wouldn't have had it any other way. She, like, I was able to tell her I loved her. And as I said to everyone, she came to say hello, and I'm so grateful. I got to see her. I was able to put a face to the name. To know that, and I was able to say goodbye. 
which most people would never get be able to get. And I knew when she would like, she was just perfect. Um, Tanya, when stories like yours and, and like Amy's, who we talked earlier in the week, are told, they're heartbreaking, each of them, because it involves, for the most part, a, a much-loved child a, and a child that was wanted and a child that would have been loved and is loved in people's memories. No two cases are the same. Sure they're no, not. They're not. No, they're not. The options that are there at the minute for children, as I said, about fatal fetal abnormalities, that's what I was told about Lily. There is no options of support. There's no plan of action. If like, the hospitals know that this baby isn't going to survive, there's nothing after the birth. Like, there's, nothing, there's no support there for the parents, which I think if there was, people wouldn't make the decisions earlier on in the pregnancy. And as somebody who has been through this, and, and you're in a far better position than I am to talk about this and the vast majority of people listening, in terms of terminations, and the fact that there is no choice in Ireland for people who do want to go ahead with a termination, which could be argued is their choice. Do you think that is right or wrong? Do you think that more could be done to help them? How would, how would you prefer to see the law structured in this country? I don't, I don't agree with abortion, but I wouldn't ever judge anyone that would want to make that decision. I just believe that they'd miss out on the memories that, you, that I had, the memories I had with Lily. Was two hours and ten minutes, even through the pregnancy, I will never, ever forget them, and I'll always cherish them. And I just think, like, no one knows if that baby's going to survive or not. There's been cases where the babies have been given, they're told that they're not going to survive, and they're still they're one and two years old now. No one knows. You say you say you'd never condemn somebody, which I think is is very reasonable, and I think everybody would 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 like to think that they would see themselves in that boat, but. Would you like to see the option of a termination in this country being offered to women who found themselves in that situation, but as part of a wider discussion, maybe with more options being put to them about what could or could not happen as the pregnancy progresses? Is, is, it, would, would that be something you would agree with? Personally, no. Personally, because I've been through a situation where I would have never, if I had went down the abortion route, I'd have never been able to see my Lily's face. I'd have never hold her hand, her tiny feet. I would never been able to, never been able to say hello to her. Something personally, I wouldn't agree with. Tanya, thank you so much for telling us your story. I'm, I'm so sorry for the loss of Lily, but your other little girl, how is she? Kaylee, she's, she's perfect. She's a little diva herself, <laughs> um, and as I said, they are identical. So I have, it's a nice reminder, you know, of what Lily would look like and what she should be doing. Well, it's lovely that you have such a lovely memory of Lily and you have Keely as well to remind you every day of, of, of your little girls. Tanya, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you so much, Jonathan.